I, do, I always hate to just get things started and then like, we didn't even record. That's yeah, better that you know, so we don't go through everything. Yeah, you can always snip up like being circumcised to show. <laughs> yeah, well, circumcised the tip of the show. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here we go. This is That Sounds Funny. It is two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it, which I intended to change our tagline on the webpage. Maybe I'll do it this week, but we need to update that. Uh, so this is the week of February th- Oh, February 3rd is actually Groundhog's Day. Yeah, February 3rd. Oh, no. Groundhog's Day is going to be like the movie. We're going to yeah, wake up Yeah, so when we get done, we have to do this again. all over again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Maybe we'll do it better the next time around. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 15. Check your email. Uh, and your host, uh, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Keith Heltzley, and with me today. Barry Heltzley. And Jill. <laughs> All righty. So we are hey, officially. Don't put my last name out there. I don't want stalkers. <laughs> we are officially started. <laughs> yeah, and your address is, and your social security number, and your phone number, and uh, mother's maiden name, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so we'd like to start off with uh, sharing a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? What's been <laughs> happening lately? Maybe classic family story. What you're reading and what you're doing. And I don't didn't really have a story. Although talking with Terry yesterday, I remembered one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go first if you'd like. Me? Wow. Okay. The <laughs> uh, I, I asked Terry if he remembered this, and at first he didn't. But I think maybe he did. Do you remember playing a car fire at Granny Helpsley's house? And I said, I remember the one at our house. <laughs> I don't remember one at, at, at your house or our. But I do remember there was a was visiting our you know, our dad's mom, Granny Helpsley, as we call her. I don't know why we called her Granny. Grandma is what we generally call her, brother Grandma. Um, but we were there visiting, and. Uh, we were at the park playing, and there was fire trucks going down the street. I'm like, we've got nothing better to do. Let's just kind of run down the road after them and see where they go. Hey, they're slowing down and turning up on Grandma Street. We, we crashed a hill uh, from between the park going to their house. I was like, hey, they're at Grandma's house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we get there, and it was, it was just finishing putting out a car fire. Okay, that, that is the, uh, the official story. A uh, little, little known story is I may or may not have some first-hand knowledge about how the car got cut off. <laughs> I, I think the, uh, what's it called, the uh, uh, the limits on the crime has run out by now. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably been close to 50 years ago. Maybe not quite that long. The limitations has expired. Yeah, it's a statute of limitations. You can now get it off the test. Tell us. I don't remember if uh, our younger brother was born yet. I'm pretty sure Jill was. But Jill was probably just in the house, you know, playing. I thought I was on that car fire, too, but Keith says I wasn't, so I don't know. And you were probably, you you may have already been at the park, because it was just me and our one cousin, Mark, I can I can say his name because if you want to stalk him, he's now in a cemetery somewhere in South Illinois. Stalk him, <laughs> you want. Um, but me and Mark was in the car, pretend like we're driving. You know, I was in the passenger seat. He was, you know, had his hands on the wheel, you know, making car sounds. And he's, and he's like, "I'm going to smoke a cigarette." He didn't have a cigarette, but he popped in the cigarette lighter. When it popped out, he looked at it, saw it was glowing, like, "Oh no!" So he pushes it into the foam of the seat because the upholstery was, was split open. 
Because and why would he want to put it right back where it came from? And he, he <laughs> was trying, I was trying to put it out. And so he shoved it back into the cigarette lighter. And we looked down, there's a big black smoldering circle on the foam. He spits on it. He tries to tamp out. Like, that's smoldering. It's going to, oh, I got it. I got it. It's not going to catch on fire. So he goes, let's just go to the park anyway. <laughs> so we got down the car. And, Evacuate this area. <laughs> uh, evacuate, get far from the scene of the crime. Warning, danger. Pretend like we do not know. Now, of course, it's annoying to have a car, you know, burn up. But admittedly, uh, I think Uncle Dale uh, called the car a piece of a junk anyway. I think he was just glad to get the insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that brings me to the story of the dad had, wasn't it a Pontiac Bonneville? Or he had, he had a car. And was it one a tan one? I, was a, I, I think it was a Pontiac of some sort, but. Well, he always had a Pontiac. He had first a white, big white station wagon. Then he had a, a, a tan or brown or tan Pontiac Bonneville state, uh, <laughs> sedan. I think, but. We had another one kind of like it. And then he switched to Chevy's. <laughs> we were on military when this happened but it was told to me that dad had pulled the car up outside the, the two windows by the dining room in the front yard under the shade of the maple tree in the front and uh, he had washed it and waxed it or something and had it sitting there um, oh I don't know it was a blue and white Impala and he parked it out there because I was pregnant with my second daughter oh, when yeah. they caught on fire. I, I wasn't living at home then because whenever you were pregnant, I was off in the Marine Corps. So this is why I don't remember. And there was wiring that was messed up or something and caught it Dad, on fire. Dad liked to save money, and he had used some aluminum foil in the fuse box. No. <laughs> to to save on, on blowing a fuse, huh? <laughs> got tired of exactly. back and changing fuses and so he had put had aluminum foil in the fuse box which caused that to spark and got, got, they were eating Sunday dinner and lunch they looked out the window and the car's on fire and then, you know, of course they called the fire department But <laughs> he went out and got the garden hose and was trying to put it out he had it pretty much put out before the fire department got there but they still Looked at it and checked everything over. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that would have been probably a Chevy Capri because by that time, somewhere along the line, he switched to having Chevy Palace station wagons. Yeah, I think it was a blue Impala with a white top. It was a big car, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's funny. All these stories are like on the healthy side this week because mine goes back many, many years. I was talking to our aunt a couple of days ago, and I got permission to use her name, Aunt Catherine. The young lady's only 92 years old. Daughters. And she told, me, she told me a story of our dad when he was four years old. So this is way <laughs> back time machine. Uh, so this, this would be 1943 if he was four years old. <laughs> This yep, somewhere way back goes. then. She said she was around 16, and it was her job to make biscuits for breakfast. And anytime she used flour, it just went everywhere, all over no. the floor and all over everything, because, you know, flour just does that. And so um, it got on the floor, and Dad was sitting there on the floor playing with his – well, let me go back. He had a speech impediment. He could not say F.L., it came out SPL. So he was on the spalour, and the spalour got on his spalag. She thought that was the funniest thing. It tickles her still to this day. He, he was on the floor. How do you pronounce it? He, he, F? SPL, spalour. He was on the spalour. Wow. Playing with a spalag, and her spalour got on his spalag, <laughs> which means her flower got on his flag. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it seems like we have a particular grandkid, or maybe two, that had some trouble with uh, uh, pronouncing T's, like 
the train is coming, they would say a frain is coming. Huh. So when they said uh, truck. Ooh, what you said. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, what did you say? <laughs> like, okay, we need to fix this kid before he gets in some trouble. <laughs> oh, it was embarrassing. I don't think they'll say that anymore, but they, they did whenever they were like three or four. Yeah. A lot of kids have speech problems and can't quite get them letters out when they're little. It's a fruck. A fruck. Briar fruck. Yeah. So there's our opening stories. And hey, if listeners want to participate and share an opening uh, funny family story, life story, something, uh, send us an email. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. And we can include that. At the very least, we have a letters from listeners segment that uh, is coming up towards the end of the show. And I, I think we have a letter from a listener today. We'll have to see when we get there. Huh? Well, cool. Uh, so let's move on to news. And this is where we share funny, interesting headlines. So I want to say, our last episode, we had, I knew we had an interruption because with Zoom, there's always an interruption in the middle. But I did not know that we had additional interruption. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys heard that last week, but right in the middle of our news, uh, the Retrobots had some sort of a malfunction. And they were arguing about it. And anyway. Yeah, why are we, we listening to this boring music, Callie said. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I listened. <laughs> so so we, I actually had one of my sm- stories snipped, and Terry had two. Uh, Terry, I, I know it has some fresh funny stories this week. And I got some, too. I, 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 I'm going to share the one that, of mine that got snipped last week, and then I okay. have a couple other ones. So. All right. And hopefully, no retrobots will butt in or break anything. <laughs> you guys, stay out of here, you retrobots. Who? Us. We never mess things up. <laughs> David, you don't sound very convincing. this. Well, my story that got snipped last week uh, is about a sheriff report of a naked man who stole and crashed a police car. <laughs> the... Uh, a naked Florida man stole what news footage showed to be a marked police vehicle and crashed it in a wooded area. A Joshua Shanker, 22, was arrested after the crash on charges including theft of a motor vehicle, aggravated battery of a law enforcement officer, depriving an officer of means of communication and protection and resisting an officer without violence. (laughs) According to the Jacksonville uh, uh, Sheriff Office uh, report. I have a question. I wonder how they figured out who he was. He didn't have any idea on him if he was naked. I know. Maybe he had a tattoo on him somewhere. (laughs) My name was Jason Schenker. How did he flag him down in the first place? What did he use for a flag? <laughs> ah, well, you know, it, let me just kind of pause the story and notice that out of his charges, he was charged uh, assaulting a police officer, nonviolent resistance, apparently, uh, and, and stealing his car. There was no charge against being naked in public. Apparently, you can do that in Florida. It's okay. You can be naked, but just don't steal a cop car, all right? <laughs> Fill <laughs> it with your clothes on. Uh, or, or just be naked and don't bother nobody. <laughs> Maybe they have nude beaches down there that I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the story goes on uh, that officers responded to reports of a naked man running along I 10 in western Jacksonville shortly before noon. Uh, Shanker was lying in the roadway when the officer stopped. <laughs> As Terry said, raising his flag or something, I don't know. Oh, ish. Uh, but was, the police got up on the opposite side of the road, the report said, 
and Shanker then ran across the highway towards a police officer. Uh, the report didn't say how he stole the vehicle. Well, duh, he got into it. The authorities only confirmed that the vehicle belonging to the city of Jacksonville was stolen. And first coast news footage of the scene showed the crash vehicle to be a marked patrol car. And according to the police report, about $10,000 worth of damage was done to the vehicle. Hmm. The officers noticed he had road rash after the crash. I wonder if he had the road rash before the crash. He was right. trying to hide it. <laughs> I got road rash on my butt. I'm going to lay down here and hide it, and then I'm going to hop on that car. I'm drive home. You would think in Florida the road, the concrete would be hot. Why would you want to lay on it naked? That's just yeah, asphalt. In Florida, you bet it was hot. Sheesh. I think I'll he lay was, down here and burn my butt. He was being held on $4,011 on bail. Uh, the records did not list an attorney. I wonder why it was four thousand and eleven. Maybe the eleven dollars was how much they, you know, paid had me have a, you know. Yeah, that is a strange amount. Treated or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well, it's worth it, I guess. But yeah, you, you can be naked in Florida. Just don't steal a cop car. They won't <laughs> charge you for being naked. That's crazy. Yeah. Am I? I got a story. Last week, I was going to do a story. I don't remember what, which one of mine got cut off, but I, I had a story. Uh, uh, last week in a Chicago uh, suburb, and a, a family was awoke when a there was a crash on the roof and a thud in the yard. And, they, and an airplane <laughs> tire had, had fell off of an airplane. A what? The left landing gear of an airplane oh, wow. fell off of a plane landing <clears throat> at the airport and crashed down on their house. <laughs> and nobody was injured, but that's just weird. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, well, a good thing the roof was strong to, to deflect the aircraft wheel. Huh? <laughs> I mean, those things are huge. Yeah, they are. And it you and... Uh, and uh, went off, you know, in the yard. Maybe they had a steep uh, A-frame kind of a roof, and it just kind of glanced off of it. Yeah. The airplane landed, you know, did a crash land. This had sparks flying from the airplane. Uh, I think it was a like a private jet. Had a family of three people. They were fine. You know, uh, uh, so, yeah, well, a Learjet, kind of a private jet, they would have had smaller landing gear, so it wouldn't have... Right. And so that was that was that. But this week I saw a story that that kind of goes with you know instead of an airplane tire, a woman was awoke when she heard a thud on her roof, and she watched. Went to she had her four year old son in bed with her, and her one year old daughter was in her crib in the next room, and she went to try to get in the room, but the door wouldn't open, and she pushed on the door and pushed on the door and finally got it open just a crack when she noticed a big giant tree had fell through the roof oh. right above her baby's crib. Wow. She, uh, you know, had got her phone called 911. She was there as the tree just kept lowering and lowering down. Yeah, sagging down. You know, yeah. and she couldn't do anything. She was just panicking and stuff and finally... When the firefighters and everybody got there, they were able to cut through the door and grab the baby. And about that time, the tree smashed down and squished the crib. Wow. And, and just on a side note here, my first of the month alarms are going off. I don't think you can hear them. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. It is that time of the month. Uh, I'm sure my alarm will be kicking in. <laughs> so, you know, the, the lady was safe. She had just lost her husband. A few months before the storm, which was in Georgia, the, recently they had some uh, storms go through there, and uh, she th was thinking her uh, dead husband, thinking that was his guardian, you know, him being guardian angel, you know, etc. But uh, well, in that tree, oh, it smashed his baby. Yep, and there's some more sirens. You wanna save the baby? Woo! Hmm. And, Did you have that? 
So what do you got, Joe? Wow, this is a short siren. This little woo and it's stopping. <laughs> Am I ready? <laughs> Not like last time where it was like, woo, woo, stop it already. Right? <laughs> So did you want to have, you had a story, Jill, or do you want to? Yeah, mine is out of Texas. There was a Amber Alert sent out for a Chucky doll. A what? A Chucky doll? Yeah, <laughs> from the Child's Play movie. Yeah. And uh, it was an accidental. Chucky was suspected of uh, kidnapping the little boy in the movie. Yeah. But so somebody kidnapped Chucky. Revenge. <laughs> yeah. But it was a false Amber Alert. They were testing the new system, and it wasn't supposed to be seen by the public. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a test. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Whoops. Everybody's looking for Chucky. <laughs> yeah. But that was a short one. I, I mine are pretty short on that UPI that Terry uses. Yeah, uh, I have one in honor of uh, it's seemingly Terry's favorite story. It involves both a deer and lottery <laughs> tickets. <laughs> in fact, the headline is: a Man hits two deer with his car, and then he wins two million dollars in lottery. Wow. <laughs> Uh, that pretty much says it all, but let's, the story is in uh, Leland, uh, NC, what's that, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, an unlucky start to a North Carolina man's day turns around when he discovered he won a $2 million lottery just hours after hitting two deers with his new car. Hmm. Uh, Anthony uh, had an accident on his way to work when he hit a deer. Uh, it, it ruined his day, as you might expect, so he just went back home, got into bed, and went to sleep. Then he woke up and checked his tickets. I checked the fourth ticket, and I saw a number, four, and then the next number, and the next number, and the next number, and the next number, mm -hmm. he said. I'm like, wow, it was just crazy. <laughs> his winning... Mega Millions ticket matched all five of the balls. The odds, one in 12.6 million. That's crazy. That's probably that many, the odds of hitting two deer in one day, too. I know. And then he can, With he a can. new car. <laughs> no, he's like, oh, man, my day is ruined by a new car, stupid deer. <laughs> he can process that deer meat and go buy a new car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I thought that was funny. It, it kind of covers both our, our go-to deer and lottery stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a deer story, too. Oh, I <laughs> I have a deer story. It uh, takes place um, in British Columbia. Um, wait. Um, in Canada. Um. The police come to rescue a deer that's trapped in a house in British Columbia. There were surveillance cameras, and they could see in the windows that the whole house on the inside, was everything was smashed. Everything was smashed. It was like a bull had ran through there. Uh, a and, bull deer, huh? <laughs> in this house. And so they went into to see, and... The deer had apparently somehow squeezed through the doggy door, and I was like, "Oh, oh my!" Because <laughs> it must have been an awful big doggy door for a Saint Bernard or something. I don't know. But, oh. Great Dane. <laughs> and they were able to. the The mounted police got in the house, and they had used a sheet. They threw a sheet over the deer, and then they, I don't know if they knocked it out <laughs> with their belly clothes. I don't know. They threw a deer over the sheet and was able Police to knock brutality, it out. No. some cow tip <laughs> and tipped it on its side onto the rug, and then they kind of opened the door and slid it out and let it free. You know? uh, but I would hmm. think that they'd have to had to held it down or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, the sheet, I'm sure, probably helped calm it because, I mean, deer can get pretty vicious whenever they get the scent. 
corner. <laughs> I was like, how big is that doggy door? It doesn't say that. I just come for a stag party. <laughs> got a doggy door. <laughs> you can be pretty big to get through my doggy door, you know. That'd be a big doggy door. I can't believe somebody put one in that big. Uh, it's for a chihuahua. I need my space, man. <laughs> I need my space. <laughs> <laughs> well, to round this story out, I got another lottery one about a guy in South Carolina that stopped at a gas station to buy a candy bar and bought him a lottery ticket and won $300,000. Wow. I don't uh, think his candy bar got eaten. He was probably too excited. <laughs> oh, could be. I've got a world record story. A All man right. a Manhattan man gets entered and tries to get entered in the book of world records because uh something's coming up this weekend. This man has a collectible set of memorabilia. He has 643 pieces of Kansas City Chiefs memorabilia. Wow. And he started collecting it, you know, since uh, Super Bowl one. I wonder, did it say if this man lives in Kansas? (laughs) He's from Manhattan. Oh. Manhattan. uh, Oh, yeah. I guess not, huh? I guess New York, it says Manhattan, but then there's a Manhattan, Illinois, too. So I Yeah, I was going to say, it could be Manhattan. Every state has, it seems like every, you know, the yeah, same. Every I didn't state know. has a Springfield. Every mm-hmm. state has. Uh, yeah. Just about, it seems that way. I didn't know Illinois had an El Dorado, but uh, uh, George said that he was looking at something, and it was from El Dorado, Illinois, and I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know we had one of those. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Well, I got one last story here. Uh, Health worker stuck in snow gives other drivers vaccine. (laughs) It grants past Oregon. An Oregon health worker was stuck in a snowstorm on their way back from COVID-19 vaccination event. When car... To God, oh, hold on a minute. Oh, then they went car to car injecting drivers before several of the doses expired. Uh, now, of course, you know those those doses they had to be like you know really cold frozen, and so they were on their way from one event to another, and they had some doses left. And the longer they stayed out, the uh, expire. So that seems like it would be hard to put a needle the, in your arm if the stuff is frozen. Well, they well, they, they they warm it up when they get the shots, but it has to oh. be stored like super super cold, like you know colder than deep freeze temperatures normally. Well, the county <laughs> health said on Facebook that the impromptu uh, event took place after about twenty employees were stuck in traffic on a highway after a vaccination clinic. Uh, they had six vaccine doses left and they were getting close to expiring. So the workers decided to offer them to other stranded drivers. Uh, they were meant for other people, but the snow meant those doses would not make it to them. So they administered to those that they could. Yeah, instead of wasting them, that would be a good idea. Walk down the road, tap on the window, hey, want a vaccine? Sure, here you go. <laughs> yep. But no, I haven't got a vaccine yet. I didn't know if either one of you guys. I, I don't have any plans to. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I we've already experienced uh, COVID in the house. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying that it's. Not, if you have a poor immune system, by all means, take all the precautions. But around here, we're healthy enough that it's like, eh, I, I've had I've had the flu that was hit a lot harder, and I've had the cold that lasted a heck of a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, so when I had I it, George had nice. it pretty bad, but I just had where I lost my sense of smell and taste, yeah. and that's about all that I had. But I was well, in the house with I him, guess so I'm sure my I point is, too. you know, just from that experience, we're healthy enough without it. Uh, I would just rather get herd immunity from being part of the herd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not part of the clinic. <laughs> I'm not old enough. <laughs> 
Well, they, they say by the fall they'll have enough that they'll be down to school kids, you know, giving school kids shots before school. Yeah. Where's that? Anyway, who's up next? That was my last story. I got one more about a snow angel that somebody's seen it in New York City, and the article said they are usually uh, northern, up farther north in Canada, a snow owl. Nobody has seen one in the city of New York since 1890, and I wondered if it was the same snow owl. Maybe it's yeah. like uh, over 100 years old. <laughs> I, I used to live right over there in that tree. <laughs> that was my house right over there. I wouldn't be surprised if it is because they might return back, you know, and that yeah. might be. My owls, I don't know how long you live. I know uh, some birds like parrots can live to be quite old, like a hundred years or something like that. Oh, I don't know. Well, no, I'm talking about in Rockefeller Center, they had a Christmas tree. When they set it up, it had an owl in it. Oh, they yeah. It could be the same coming Maybe back. Maybe it's coming back. I was stuck in a tree. What happened to that tree? Somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody captured me. But that's my last story, too. <laughs> I don't have any more stories. We should go to Terry's top ten. This week coming up is going to be Super Bowl 55 on Sunday. But I have a top ten list. Of 10 fun facts about the Super Bowl. And so, for those people who don't know, this can be uh, educational. So, that's when they play one, football, right? <laughs> <laughs> the first Super Bowl was in, in 1966. Yeah, it's as old as Jill. Yeah. 1967, the Green Bay Packers defeated the Kansas City Chiefs. And the L.A. Coliseum, it was 35 to 17, I think it's said. The Green Bay Packers players received $15,000 bonus pay each for the winning. The, the Chiefs players each got $7,000. What I told them down there is if you act like this is a big deal, then you didn't think you could beat them anyway. Yeah. For the experience in the first Super Bowl. So you win twice as much for winning as you do for losing. Number two, Super Bowl Sunday is uh, it's the second largest food consumption <laughs> with Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's number one. Super Bowl is number two. I can't believe oh. that. Not, not right here. <laughs> we, we feast at Thanksgiving. We feast at Christmas. Easter. We, we have a big dinner at Easter, but Super Bowl, though, we just have snacks, you know, crackers and you know, snack food. So. Yeah. Here he goes. Okay. Maybe some people do, but not right here. <laughs> it's the most watched TV show in the last 20 years. The, the, num the only other show most watched was the last episode of Math. I can believe that. Uh, I, I used to lo love to watch it for the game. Then I got to love to watch it for the commercials. <laughs> and now it's like, I really don't care about watching it much anymore. But, right. But I do. It, it's still fun to tune in and check out. In 2011 has been the, the largest <laughs> Super Bowl. There was 111 million people watching Super Bowl in 2011. That's the most... Hmm. Watched Super Bowl 2011. Who was playing it? There does it say? I don't know. It didn't say. Uh, I could look at. I could have looked it up. But that's okay. I just was wondering. Number four. If you want to put a commercial in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. For that, that sounds funny. Two point eight million dollars for thirty seconds. Oh, All right, come on, listeners. Come on, help us out. Two point eight million dollars. We're gonna do a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Hit that Patreon button. Send us some PayPal money. <laughs> we <need to> advertise. <laughs> if we could jump from our time machine and go backwards in 1967, you could get a one-minute commercial spot for $75,000. 75 to 80, $80,000, huh? Wow. Yeah. 
Number five is, uh, let's see, over 8 million pounds of guacamole is eaten on <laughs> guacamole. 14,500 pounds of Wow. Good luck. I mean, I am definitely not a fan of avocados. When you make it into guacamole, it's better. I'd rather just have the good old, you know, salsa. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Or, or cheese dip or something. Yeah, yeah. nacho cheese. French onion or something. Yeah. Guacamole, yacamole. Guacamole, it, it's okay. I can actually tolerate it, but I just don't care much for avocados. Nope. And number six, they they went with Roman numerals for the Super Bowl. I've always wondered why. Yeah, why? Tell us, tell us. They go with Roman numerals because the the season goes from goes from one year and spans to another year. Oh uh, yeah, it could be like the 66, 67 season or the yeah, okay. yeah. And so they went to, with the Roman numerals, and so. Um, that's, yeah, and Roman numerals are a little more classic, you know. And I always wondered that because I just was like, "What? What is XVI one one?" They are at number seven. They they use seventy two footballs in one Super Bowl game. Oh. Wow. And well, and that way everybody gets a game ball. <laughs> <laughs> we got plenty of game balls. That's <laughs> real. Everybody autograph them. No, what was it? They had a scandal a few years back about somebody underinflating the game ball. It's like, but you don't underinflate just one game ball. You'd have to do all of them. <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot of football. Yeah. But there, there's over seven hundred thousand footballs that are purchased each football season for yeah. the in a, well, it, 72 i mean that's like uh what uh cut that half is 36 that's like 18 a quarter <laughs> there's only 12 minute quarters so l less than a minute is all the action a game ball gets on average <laughs> wow that's crazy a minute of football time you know yeah, football yeah, players different time than real life. and the huddles and stuff. It may, it may drag on, but yeah, less than a minute of actual play time. On <laughs> and number eight, the the San Francisco Forty ers as the only football team who has ever appeared in the Super Bowl more than once and has never lost the Super Bowl in oh, their the record they always won huh? and zero losses. When they show up, they're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> Terminated. They're they're five and zero on their record so far. Well, the records meant to be broken, but hopefully they can keep it up. That's you know, they hold the record for that. Uh, number nine in Superdome 47 was the first time where two brothers were opposing coaches. Oh. No other sport had ever been done until then. Basketball, who were the brothers? Et cetera. Huh? Who was the brothers? It didn't say on the, where I just said there was oh. two brothers. Say, I yeah, I don't remember that one. Super Bowl forty-seven. <laughs> that that wouldn't have been too awful long ago. Yeah. We're up to fifty-five now, so less mm -hmm. than ten years ago. Within the last ten years, there'd never been in any other sport two brothers yeah. coaching. You know, there's a little trivia. Uh, number ten is the Vince Lombardi Trophy is what they are awarded at the Super Bowl, and the trophy is, uh, it, it weighs seven and a half pounds, and it's 20, 
one inches tall, and it's it costs twenty five thousand dollars for the. Trip. I thought I was going to say, and it's made out of cheese. Well, I'll be dang bunny. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah $20,000. Wow, that's a lot. They must have some gold in it or something. I mean, they award that. You know, I saw Joe and other football people who don't know. They they give the Vince Lombardi because he was the coach of the Green Bay Packers. The Green yeah. Bay Packers went to Super Bowl one and two. You know, it was the, the first winning coach, right? Right. And they didn't recognize the Super Bowl as the Super Bowl till Super Bowl three. You know, but uh, I have a bonus one here as well. Well, all right. If that's how you want it. Because yeah, officially there was, it had no name and it was just referred to as Super Bowl. Then, like you said, in the third one, they decided officially. You know, there's. There's been four football teams who have never went to the Super Bowl, um, ever, <laughs> and they are the Cleveland Browns, the Detroit Lions, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Houston Texans. Well, I do know. Now the you two of them have never went to the Super Bowl. I, I thought that the Lions w went one at least one year. But maybe they did. Maybe they just made it to the playoffs and then got shot down. <laughs> they went just to watch the game. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be in the stands over here. <laughs> for you. The, the, the original football teams would be the Cleveland Browns and the, and the Detroit Lions. The other two, Jacksonville and Houston, are expansion teams. Right. Yep. And so they've only been around since the 90s, but still. Those are the four teams that's never been, never won yet. <laughs> Do you have words for us this week, they, Keith? They can always dream. No, I actually don't have a word of the week I was hoping list. you had football words for us. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I, I probably should have or could have, but I, our show has been running kind of long lately. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that we would uh, keep things short. Yeah. Um, by not having the top ten or the top five words, uh, I also didn't have a lot of time this week to really uh, a couple evenings too to read them down. I never heard anything so ignorant. Ah, uh, so we like to fit in because uh, we are uh, blind people, and we people often ask us uh, about that. Uh, what it's like and how do we do what we do when we do what we do uh, and based on you know seven areas of uh, blindness rehab I we'd like to go through a list and today as we cycle through uh, the the planned featured anchor topic is orientation and mobility uh, and we could talk about that but let me before we do you know, last week we kind of you know, skipped the, the scheduled topic and we talked about Braille. Did you know that January was National Braille Month? I did not know that. So you must have ESP. Yeah. Because you're the one who suggested that. <laughs> that it was the last, the last uh, Tuesday of January when we talked about that. Hmm. February is Black History Month. Oh, boss, come now. So we could talk about black mobility. How about that? There you go. How do they walk <laughs> on with a cane? <laughs> How do those black people in Chicago walk with a, with a white cane and do white people walk with a black cane? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go that far. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I have no doubt that someone will attempt to take our lives in a very few minutes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> legally, your cane can be any color. There's yeah. no legal definition that says, thou shalt havest thine white cane. Uh, they are typically white because it has become an identifier. You can and like, it has reflective tape, I think. You can see it in the dark, you know, the lights in it, and it reflects. Now, I know people who do have canes that are not white, but typically they still have some kind of reflective you know, striping or patterning or something on when we were When we were in the Boy Scouts, we used to go, we would go into the woods 
and you could get a limb. Cut a stave. And you could use, and you just get a stave, and you you could use it for a cane if you had to. You, you know? could, yeah, because yeah. you because of the length of one of those that you cut your stave, it's about head high. You know, it comes in the middle of your head, maybe a little taller, I've and that would make a good uh, cane. Uh, <laughs> I've been out in my yard. Said, oh, here's a stick. Cool. Now I can. I'll take this stick. I could use it to get it out of my yard. I forgot to bring my cane outside, you know, so. Did you throw it on the ground and see if it would turn into a snake? Well, I'm afraid that'll have to remain a secret. Yeah, so, we did, but it never, it never worked. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my, my stave is eating your stave. <laughs> yeah, for people who, are, or who don't know, uh, read Exodus in the Bible. You'll find it, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, six, back to our anchor topic about who's how are we going to talk about white canes? Well, um, like I said, they they're a particular length for a reason. Uh, they come to the middle of your chest at least. Some people like them to be longer, so you can you know feel more farther ahead of you. Uh, the the solid ones actually they work better than the folding ones if you ever. Have you ever had a solid cane? No, I have not. Because uh, there's because they're being solid, you know, vibrations moves through solid material better than something that's not solid. So you, you actually feel whenever your tip is uh, the cane is rubbing over, you know, concrete or grass or gravel, you can actually get a lot more vibration uh, into your hand to figure. Oh, okay, this is the texture. Hmm. I'm beginning to see the light. A folding cane, you still get that, but the uh, a straight cane that actually does better with that. Amazingly, I was surprised because hmm. I was issued one about eight years ago. <laughs> and I, it sits in the corner of my house. It hardly gets used, but these days I don't use a cane too much anymore. I know mom always had those when we were kids, but you know, when you're a kid, you just play with them. You don't really yeah. notice the different things, but when you use it, yeah, I guess. Before you get in the car, smash. <laughs> yeah. And whenever my instructor said, we're going to give you a solid cane. It's like, you got to be kidding me. I, I will take it, but you have to show me how am I going to get this cane that is like 64 inches tall. That kind of, I'm a pretty tall guy. Into a little tiny compact car. Because <laughs> if I have to catch it right with somebody and they show up with some kind of a little Ford window. Fiesta, and I got to, how, how am I going to get this big, long cane that does not fold to fit? And they showed me how to do it. Alice, is it as dangerous as she says it is? Well, people have been known to break bones. Oh, I got plenty of bones. It's like, wow. All right. Well, I'll take it. Roll your window down and hold, hang it yeah. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is a technique. What you do is when, you, when you're sitting in the car, you bring the handle in first and you, you know, push it backwards you know, up along the roof, the, the side of the ceiling, until uh -huh. the tip, you know, clears. And then you put the tip down by your feet. And then as you, when you close the door, you just let your cane, you know, fall next to you. And the way seats are made, it, it actually will. It'll, it'll just uh, sit next to you on the floor. And then whenever you get out, you reverse the process. You probably poking the people in your door. You yeah. lift up the back, the handle of the cane, which is behind you. And then you, you slip your tip of the cane out when you get your feet out. And then once you do that, you can just you know swing your cane around and away you go. Huh. Oh, how can you say that? It's like, but if you, if you can convince me this is going to fit in a compact car, uh, I'll take it. But in the meantime, <laughs> backseat smacking the kids upside the head. No, because, because it actually will, will fall to the floor. It will actually lay in the floor. Uh, it, it's not smacking anybody. It, it, even if it did angle up, because it will actually kind of get wedged in between your seat and the wall of the car, so it's not going to smack anybody. But now the other trick is, well, when you go to a restaurant and you sit down and they say, here's a booth for you. Uh, my cane is so long, if I put it sideways, you know, crossways, 
the handle's going to stick about a foot out beyond the booth. <laughs> How do you do this? And like, well, in this case, you just you you just prop it up, you stand it up, and you kind of angle it at the end of the booth. You know, kind of the same way you do it in the car, but it's going to stick up. Yeah, it, it just kind of it, it it just kind of sticks up. You just kind of let it prop up hmm. at the end of the booth. Uh, because normally, if you were sitting in a chair, you sit in your chair, you know, you're at the table, and your cane goes the same direction you're facing, you know, so that like the handle is right next to your chair legs, and the tip is like way up underneath the table, uh, near the guy in front of you. Okay. Ah, so you need to let that guy over there know, hey, if you step on something, it's just my cane. Don't don't yeah. worry, my. <laughs> I got a, I got a clean underwear. I'm ready to die. Right. But, but you always want to make sure that whenever you do lay it down, the handle is is next to the legs of your chair. If it's poking out, you're gonna trip somebody. You know? Yeah. Here's your water. Whoa! <laughs> Here's your hot coffee. <laughs> so there's there's some interesting techniques that even somebody who has a long cane like that and it doesn't fold. Uh, I said, if you can convince me. You know, it's tight spots. I'll, I'll be good with it. Now, in practice, I I don't use it an awful lot. I used to use it uh, to walk across my office because <laughs> when we first moved in, uh, you know, we'd have a box. Where'd this go? We'll put it here. We'll put it there. Can you just store this in your office? And my big old wide open floor space got cluttered with piles of boxes. I'm like, I, I got to dodge around all, all this maze just get to my desk. So I would use it for that, but I don't use it for that anymore because most of my floor space eventually got put away. <laughs> well, that's rather a coincidence, isn't it? I seen on YouTube a song about the white cane stuff, oh, yeah. I think it's called. What? It's kind of a fun song to listen to, the White Cane Shuffle. The White Cane I Shuffle. That, that sounds familiar. I may have seen that video, but I don't remember. Yeah, the White Cane. You have What's to search for, for us. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes exactly, but I do remember hearing it, and it sounded really neat. I wish that the people would let us play it on here, but I did, don't know how you would find that out. <laughs> if if I if I can find it, maybe I'll play it next week. If it's on YouTube, it could be the White King. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Thank you. Yeah, because I, I have the technology. I can find a YouTube video and, and lift the audio off of it. Uh, but like you said, if it, it's either the White King rap or the White King shuffle. I forget. Yeah, I'll, I'll just have to just maybe contact him and say, "Hey, can we use this on the show?" And. Uh, if nothing else, like I've done before, like we had a squirrel story, and I'll play Ray Stevens really quietly in the background just to get, you know. Yeah. I, if I just played a clip, I might be okay. Walking down the street with my white cane. Yeah, that's it, I think. That's the white cane rap. That's yeah. The white cane rap, okay. Got, got all kinds of navigation running through my brain. <laughs> Walking down the street with my white cane. It's from the Indiana Blind School, the people that did that song. Yeah, they are blind people. I knew that, but I wasn't sure where they're from. I, I probably have it on my phone, too, but I'm not going to mess with it. I'll probably lose you guys if I started swiping. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, on an iPhone, they don't like to let the audio do more than one thing. So if you yeah. pull up another audio, like a YouTube, it'll, it'll bump off the chat room. Ah. Uh. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't have an awful lot to say. On now they they have the things that, of course, they got elastic in them, and they they're collapsible. You pull them apart, they snap together. That you pull them apart, they fold it. <laughs> what I'd like to do with mine, if we go to a restaurant like here in the winter time, I'll take my coat off, I put my coat around my chair, and then I'll take my cane and fold it up, and I'll actually stick it in the arm of my coat. Oh, you know, then whenever I go to good idea, I can just put my coat on, put my arm in my sleeve, and whoop, there's my cane. Yeah, push like Inspector Gadget. There <laughs> 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 you go. Yeah. 
he's like a transformer. He put his arm in it. Like Kim McKean. <laughs> Warriors. Yeah. yeah so you know. got a letter from somebody you said that wrote in? If there's anything else you'd like to see or ask about, go ahead. Well, not at the moment, Jeff. Thanks. Yeah, let's do that. Let me see what, if I actually have it here. Letters from oh, listeners. Man. I was looking oh. to see leave some co comments or uh, ratings and stuff to rate the show. Yeah, if you guys listen to our show, leave us a rating. Let us know what you think. Email us some funny stories. Yeah, we need uh, funny stories, listener feedback. Uh, if if you want to really help us out and build up our ego, tell a friend about us. Help them uh, put us in their podcatcher. I hear Terry tells a lot of people about our podcast, even people working in hospitals. You did your sleep study, you said, and told the lady to listen to us. And I'm so proud of you. Mm. Well, public service has its compensations, I see. You know, what I want to do is, is, is go and get some stickers uh, made with our logo and web page on it. So that way, when people send in a funny story like other podcasts do, that we know about, yeah. we can send you a, a, a sticker or maybe a magnet or something. Yeah, magnets might be good. Stickers are fun, but sometimes people get in trouble for sticking them on things they shouldn't stick them on. <laughs> magnets are safe. You can put them on a refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, and, and for someone that sends in a story or something, as long as you have a, a mailing address or a way to contact you to, to send you something, uh, we could share that with you. And, of course, the good thing about that is it becomes kind of like a business card. People say, oh, that's a cool sticker or a magnet. Where'd you get that from? And they can show them. Yeah, the, uh, that's a good idea. Get it like a silhouette of three heads, like on Mount Rushmore, me, well, you, and we, Terry. <laughs> we have our logo on the webpage of me and Terry in the high chairs, but we oh. actually have a, another logo, uh, maybe we, David or Robin do for us. We could go with Jill's suggestion. We could make a bust, and Jill's head could be at the top, and us two boobs could be that lower. I think it's wonderful. I think it's grand. I think I'll kill myself. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, I found this letter from Mr. Couple. Uh, hello, Keith, Terry, and Jill. My name is Mr. Couple. I tried to write you before, but I don't know if it went through, so I may be the first time emailer or second time. I don't know. Uh, you don't have to call me Mr. Couple. I do have a first name. It is Bob, and my wife's name is Bobby. We like to mess with people, so not long ago, we had our name legally changed, uh, a misspelling. We, we legally put two O's in our names. So legally, <laughs> our names are Boob and Boob. We are oh a couple my. of LOL. <laughs> the Boob couple still the odd couple. So I think your show is good, awesome, funny, hilarious, outstanding. I would love to give it five thumbs up and five stars. I've been listening since episode one, and they're getting funnier and funnier and funnier each week. My wife thinks the show is suck. <laughs> I think I've been insulted. You guys aren't funny at all. Uh, she's welcome to that. <laughs> That's her opinion. We, we, we try to be family friendly, but... But funny is not guaranteed. <laughs> the story with the double O names is kind of pushing it for me. Um, uh, P.S. We never did find anything scary with my nine inch flashlight. Uh, last night in bed, but I guess it doesn't make sense if we didn't receive our first email. Yeah. If you did receive our first email, that would be funny. I got to get going. My wife is screaming. She just saw a mouse run across her kitchen 
uh, we need to get us one of them cats like like Terry and his wife Terry have so it can kill all of our varmints. <laughs> oh, wow. All righty, Bob <laughs> Couple. I guess it's still pronounced Bob. I don't know. Wonder what happened in the first even the first letter. Um, yeah, let me see. Maybe it is in my inbox. Uh, <laughs> that wouldn't it make no sense. Uh, it says my name is Bob, and I want to leave it ready for your show, so I do have it. Uh, hello, Keith, Terry, and Jill. This is my first time writing into your show. I think your show is funny, hilarious, better than sliced bread. My wife, Andrea Ann, thinks your show, show sucks. Well, what do you want us to do? My name is Mr. Couple. I just wanted to give you a five-star rating, two thumbs up. Five stars. I think your podcast is the funniest in podcast land. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to well, write you. That didn't explain nothing funny... about. The... Oh, go ahead. I didn't know you weren't done. But like I said, my wife hates the show and thinks it sucks. I'm going to write you a funny story in an email tomorrow. It's getting very late. My wife gets scared if I don't go to bed with her. Uh, so, yeah, we did get the funny story. Uh, he, he goes on to say, uh, I take my flashlight so we can check for scary things under the covers. I have to turn the flashlight on when I put it under covers and tell my wife it's okay to put her hand on it if she wants to. What do you mean by that? It's just a nine-inch flashlight. Nothing to be scared about. Okay. <laughs> what on earth would you do down there? Nothing at all. Nighty night. So, wow. All right. Well, I hope we don't get too scared tonight. Maybe you should read a book with that flashlight or something. All right. <laughs> you mess Make with my shadows on the wall. like that. It messes with my flashlight. It'd be like, uh, what was it, uh, Austin Powers when he has a lamp in there. He's like putting a shadow show on the side of the tent. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like something's happening that's not really happening. <laughs> they did that at church one time where the lady was supposed to be pregnant and she was behind the, the curtain on a table. And it, they, it was like a silhouette. They showed them cutting her belly open and pulling uh, out we, the truck and the I, car I, I think, and the baby uh, doll. <laughs> at some church party or their dad did that. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, they were pulling all kinds of stuff out of what looked like they're pulling it out of her belly. <laughs> because whenever we were the teenagers, me and Tony did that for one of the youth groups. Yeah, we, we pulled, you know, put up a big curtain and had him lay up on it on a table, and it had a lamp so he could see the shadow silhouette. And we did that where he was coming in for an exam, and I had to. Well, I just had to do a minor operation. I knocked him out with a hammer, like a big old cartoon <laughs> sledgehammer for anesthesia. Started pulling out balloons for his guts and stuff. I pulled out a baby, tossed it aside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All kinds shoe, of stuff. Yeah. You know, all kinds of stuff. I, I had a, a fake leg. It was a tennis shoe nailed to the end of a, of a log. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this looks bad. So I started, you know, I give it a couple of saws and I pulled the leg off and tossed it. Off. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, uh, we used to do crazy stuff as uh, yeah. youth group parties. Letters from listeners. If only the couple family would send us an address, we could maybe get a sticker when we get stickers. Yeah. <laughs> I'll research that and see what we can do. Right. Is it time for final thoughts? Hello, operator. Give, give me Wistful Vista 890. Is that you, Mert? Final thoughts is how we like to wrap up. Um, so I, I have one final thought. I know Terry has one. Not me. I have no thoughts. <laughs> All right. I try to you want to go first or I can? I uh, could go. My final thought is the heavier you are, the harder it is to kidnap you. So <laughs> stay safe and eat cake. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
my final thought is I used to be very enthusiastic about fixing my own computer. Then I lost my drive. <laughs> I have that other one too. <laughs> if they don't want you to eat at night, then why do they put a light in the refrigerator? Yeah, yeah, I posted that once on Facebook a long why time ago. Why is that? <laughs> You're not supposed to have a midnight snack. Then why put a light in the refrigerator? Yep, that's, that's a good one. Well, that's our meeting. Uh, 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 meeting our show for the day. Uh, hopefully, it turns out to be a much shorter meeting. I'd rather shoot for staying under an hour. Yeah, if possible. Uh, <laughs> Eat guacamole. So, but we. <laughs> Do like to get your feedback. Yeah, next time we'll be able to talk about who won the Super Bowl. Yep. And the groundhog. Have you seen a shadow or not? Yeah, today is the groundhog's day, but I haven't heard. No, they I said, have not either. I think there was a Babylon Bee article that Joe Biden uh, saw his shadow when he went back inside for six more weeks. Oh, great. Let him stay in there. <laughs> a good old Babylon Bee. Yeah. Sometimes their headlines are just too dang prophetic. $1,500. Uh, speaking of Babylon B, the last week we did some stories. I forget which ones. Uh, but they oh, they repeated the story about the squirrel and the knife on the Babylon B. Huh. And were, I know. And, and the one about Bigfoot. The Bigfoot. Yeah, Earth uh, Oddity did Bigfoot too. Because yeah. they did it from us? They got it from us? They did. So, hey, we're in good company. I bet you we're funnier. But if we're, <laughs> not, if we're not, listen to their shows, listen to ours, and then share, share the wealth. Tell people all about it. No. Nope. <laughs> I think we got share buttons on our page. Uh, if we don't, I can get them there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, share the show. Tell a friend. Give us ratings and reviews. And if uh, you need our email address, well, here's our kid announcer to tell you how to do that. 